You know, Brittany, nothing gives me naked confidence like hitting the gym first thing in the morning. The rush, the endorphins, it just sets the tone for the entire day. Ooh, I like that. Naked confidence. Yeah. It's all about the perfect playlist for me. The right music can uplift my mood instantly. Mm, you know what a close second is for me? What's that? Not stinking. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I use Lumi Whole Body Deodorant. It's like a secret weapon against odor powered by mandelic acid. Yeah, you're odor-free for up to 72 hours. I love how Lumi tackles every odor concern with natural ingredients, and I appreciate its versatility. I've tried it everywhere, from pits to feet. It never disappoints. Plus, it's baking soda-free and pH-balanced for safe use. And the fact that it's clinically proven to block odor all day, well, that's a game changer. Definitely. And with Lumi Starter Pack, new customers can get $5 off with code TLC at lumideodorant.com. It's a great deal for a fresh start. Don't miss out on feeling confident everywhere you go. Visit lumideodorant.com and use code TLC for a special discount. That's L-U-M-E deodorant.com. Cheers to confidence with Lumi. You're listening to The Laughing Couple Podcast with your hosts, Brittany and Ryan Ostafi. Join them weekly as they discuss topics such as relationships, kids, sex, parenting, all unfiltered and all with a healthy dose of laughter. Please welcome your hosts, Brittany and Ryan Ostafi. Really nice to hear when there's an expert that has some value to offer us. It's true. We have Michelle Wolf here, by the way. How often does that happen? (laughs) All too often. But it hasn't happened for a long time. People do that. No, they don't. Yeah, but the last person that did that to you. Oh gosh. Um, yeah, you, I guess, but you know what? I think it's more lately people are like, you have a really strong name and I hope you never change it. I'm like, yeah, yeah you're, you're right. I'm going to, well, I was going to say that. I think you have like a bomb last name. And then Ryan was like, <laughs> blown. <laughs> Coyote has I I you know what's even a freakier is that I have the eyes of a wolf as well. So they're like this, like this, like glossy gray, bluey color. Mm. Yeah. It's weird. That Mm -hmm. is sweet. Do you remember when Mr. Belding from Saved by the Bell had his own talk show and he was the wolf? Absolutely not. I don't remember that. No. Well, the, the, the staff or the staff, the kids from Saved by the Bell started a radio show. They found this old room that used to be the radio station that Mr. Belding (laughs) went there. He was, and there's like about, I don't know, eight episodes where it was all centered around that radio show. And Mr. Mr. Belden was the wolf. I oh. still can't believe that you, <laughs> you howled. That you howled at me? I can't. Okay, Michelle, will you um, give us a little bit of like an intro about who you are so our listeners can just get to know you before we pick your brain? Sure. I feel like we can go on so many different levels with this, but um, yeah. So right now I'm currently, I am online doing lots of different things there with a podcast the move forward podcast. um, And I have an online space called the move collective. And so it was really, you know, I was having these awesome conversations with people through the podcast and I'm like, I want people to be able to be a part of this. Cause whenever I tell my friends, family and people that I'm having these conversations, they're like, even with you guys, I remember so many people were like, Oh my God, Like, I wish I could be in on that conversation. I'm like, okay, let's do this. So Mm -hmm. we, uh, so now I have a community and they can come on and be a part of those conversations. Obviously I bring in a lot of health and wellness because I'm like a huge, like health nut. Mm -hmm. Um, my mom passed away when I was eight and from cancer. And so I've just been like 
diving into everything and all things with health and wellness. Mm -hmm. And yeah, so that's, that's like kind of the quick gift of who I am right now. And now you're also like a motivational speaker too. Like I've, I've been following you on the Instagram for quite some time and everything that you bring is about positivity and moving. I'm going to use the word moving forward without, without (laughs) jumping into the podcast name, but like it's, I'm not doing the howl anymore. That's joke's done. You know what? I hear move forward all the time. And I'm just like, yeah, I picked that name. I'm like, that is the best name ever. Um, but yeah, it's always, always about like moving forward and positivity because that's just who I am. Like I'm freakishly by nature. I'm just like super positive, super happy. And I also have one of those personalities. I feel like I just like, I uplift other people. So like Mm -hmm. by me sharing it, I feel like everybody else kind of like feeds off of that. Um, yeah, you bring up good. the vibrational frequencies mm-hmm. as we found out a couple, a, a couple podcasts ago. Positive yeah. aura, like I feel like you're very, but it's not one of those like toxic positivities. We just had briefly had this conversation. Have you ever heard of that when people oh, are just yeah. like they almost just gaslight your your emotions? Like if you say something bad happened and you just want to be in that moment of sadness or whatever, and then you have someone be like cheer up at least it wasn't blah, blah, like you know what I mean cheer up that is good. that is not Michelle She's but not I good. will say it is it is also a learning curve because for me I'm like naturally like I said I want to fix everybody and make right. everybody happy so I have friends who are like look I just need to like sit in it and I'm like ah okay this is a thing all right I'm here to listen yeah. but then can we get back to like being happy <laughs> making jokes because like that feels better you're my spirit animal michelle we have to talk about that a lot because ryan is very much like yeah (laughs) ryan wants to be a wolf i I want to fix things he wants to be like and now we've learned that when we have a conversation i need to start the conversation with listen i don't want you to solve there's no solution for this this is just me venting so if you try to fix this problem we're going to have another problem. We are going to have another problem. Yeah. So he knows now. <laughs> no. And I can sense that from you. I can see that. And it's like, that's okay. That's who you are. That's totally fine. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So yeah. we're going to talk about how you, how you created the move movement and how you're, you're moving everything forward. I can't not say it. I can't not say move. <laughs> I, I can't, I can't, I got to find another word for it because yes. it's so a you're brilliant name. It. But it's, it's a brilliant name. It's like constantly people, branding. Yeah. And yeah. people have to know it's with a U, M-U-V-E. Because yes. that's even Very cooler. Because it's like yeah. you just Move like you. we see that. Mm. Yes, Move I you. like that. So we're going to talk about how that all stemmed, how it started and what you're doing. But one of our segments is I love you and you're annoying. And we want to hear how your spouse partner is lovely and annoying. Mainly just the annoying Mainly part. Because we don't really care don't about care. the lovely part. I don't care at all. Well, I have a really long list. So like I really could <laughs> go there, but I won't, I won't be cruel like that. Um, but you know what? His, his biggest thing is that he's lazy. So mm. I'm going to just be out and say okay. that I came from a country farm where my dad is like an animal and is like up at 6am and doesn't go to bed mm. till late. And um, he's just a different human. He's a policeman. So yeah, he's, and he's, he's actually a detective. So he's worked his way up. He's not that lazy. But like, come home, sit on the couch and do a little bit of nothing. Mm. And that drives me mad. So I've picked a few things like doing the dishes or something that I'm like, okay, I hate the dishes. So you have to do this. Mm. But if he doesn't, oh, I like I'm steaming, like I'm pissed. I like enough that like I need to leave the house and you yeah. better have those finished as soon as I get back in the door. Like it's <laughs> maybe she's my spirit animal because oh. I also 
refuse. Like we, I'm not lazy. No, it's the dishes thing though. I yeah, could, we we definitely honestly, have to. I could be lazy. I could so totally be lazy, but I just don't want to get in a fight. Yeah, <laughs> he chooses. But it's an agreement, right? Like you, yeah. you sounds like you guys have had an agreement as well. Like that is one thing that you it really grinds your gears. And for me as well, and you, as long as you have those um, conditions of satisfaction, then you should be all right. Every once in a while, it obviously happens. Like say Ryan had a long day or he forgets or whatever. And I wake up in the morning and the damn dishes are in there. It takes everything in my power not to throw the cookie sheet (laughs) at his face in his zoom meeting. I don't, I don't. I like your approach, Michelle. You just leave the house. I think that's a good idea. I actually do. I get in my car and I leave and I'm like, look, when I'm back, it'll be done. But also we have a dishwasher that sounds like a friggin' plane engine. So we can't necessarily turn it on throughout the day. And so if it doesn't get turned on at night and he usually goes to bed just at, like right after me. So I'm like, turn it on. If he doesn't, uh-huh. oh, I wake up and I'm like, seriously. And then the, it just piles up throughout the day. Oh my God. It's that compound. When you start that morning off with something that irritates you, every yeah. single thing around yeah. you kind of just naturally irritates you. It's, so mm-hmm. it's a terrible um, way to start a day. So I, I hear you. I we're getting better. We're getting better. I'm getting better. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I could so be lazy though. Honestly, God, the idea of coming home and doing nothing, or the idea by coming home, Do I mean, mean like going down downstairs, <laughs> going downstairs and doing nothing, yeah. it sounds so liberating to me. Yeah, I'm I sure. like it. I like it a lot. Cool. Okay, so let's get into the move movement. How did, how did it start? You know, I know that your background was in massage therapy, right? I can't. <laughs> how did we start this movement? The movement. Um, the, the whole idea of move came from, I started with move life. And yeah, it was because massage therapy. Um, I, everything that I have to do is like talking about movement. I really believe that when we don't move forward from something, that we're being stagnant mm-hmm. and that it's just extremely toxic. Like I even like going back to like my mom being sick, having cancer, I truly believe it's like you need to move away from whatever it is, the stress. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they talk about like if you don't like massage or like do certain things with your body. If there's not certain movement going on, then you're going to get cancer. Um, So it's just like a bunch of different things. And I'm like, movement really makes sense to me. And then I just wanted to be different. So I added the U. So there's nothing really (laughs) too fancy about it. Just it came. So I I started with move life and I was like, I'm going to blog about food and I'm going to write these recipes. And like, that was a total fail. Just (gasps) You know, after a while, I was like, screw this is just not who I am. This is, I don't want to be making recipes all day. Like, no, over it. Hey, Ryan. Yes. You stink. Um, okay. I stink too. Don't worry. Everyone actually stinks and it's normal to have body odor just in case you needed a reminder. Okay. Thank you for that. But the best part is you don't have to stink. (laughs) Just try Lumi whole body deodorant. You're right. And Lumi's powered by mandelic acid, tackling odor for 72 hours from pits to feet, even private areas. It's incredible. Over 300,000 five-star reviews, and you can literally use it everywhere. And the scents like clean tangerine, lavender sage, or my personal favorite, toasted coconut, make it refreshing. Plus, new customers get 15% off all Lumi products with code TLC at lumideodorant.com. 
And if you combine the 15% off with the already discounted starter pack, that's over 40% off. Stay confident from head to toe with Lumi. Try it with code TLC at lumideodorant.com. That's code TLC at L-U-M-E-D-O-D-O-R-A-N-T dot com. Stay fresh, everyone. Shout out to Claritin for providing samples and sponsoring this episode. Full disclosure, I was listening to you talk the other day and I was thinking to myself, why does he sound that way? And then I remembered that it's allergy season and that's just your voice because you're so stuffed up. Ah, yes, the old allergy congested accent. Luckily for those of us who live with symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Claritin D's fast symptom relief starts working on allergies with nasal congestion in as little as 30 minutes. Oh, perfect. So I won't have to listen to you speak like this for the next few weeks? What? You're not into it? It's not uh, not endearing? No comment. Designed for serious allergy sufferers like Ryan. Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieves your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so that you can breathe better. Claritin D tackles nasal congestion caused by allergies or a cold and also relieves sinus congestion and pressure due to allergies. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. So convenient. Just ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. And remember, only use as directed. Guys, have you tried the new wellness shots from Good Vibes Juice? We have, and they're amazing. Perfect for boosting immunity and feeling great. Good Vibes Juice makes all natural wellness shots with ingredients that support your immune system. And they honestly taste good. Plus, they're great to have before you feel sick or even to help you recover faster. It's like having Granny's homemade remedy, but conveniently pre-made. They have three different shots to choose from, Sick Day, Get Well, and Turmeric Daily. The Sick Day shot has echinacea and ginger, known for fighting off colds and boosting immunity. The Get Well shots feature elderberry, a superfood ingredient that helps increase immunity, and the Turmeric Daily has turmeric and chamomile. My personal favorite is the Turmeric Daily. It has turmeric and chamomile, which for me, having recently turned 40, is great for anti-inflammatory and calming properties. What's great is that these shots are all natural with no preservatives or additives. You can take them as a shot or mix them with hot water for a soothing tea. And here's the best part. Visit goodvibeswithansjuice.com and use promo code TLC to get free shipping and 20% off your first order. That's www.goodvibesjuice.com with promo code TLC. Let's boost our immunity and feel great with Good Vibes Juice. So, um, then I started the podcast cause I had a year of, and this isn't so funny, but I'll, you know, I'll just tell you the gif, but yeah, our podcast it, isn't always funny. Yeah, no, it's, it, it has some, Brittany's stories. hardly ever funny. Like okay. Ryan is never funny. Right? So it's just like, it's <laughs> funny how it works out that people say oh we're funny God. because right, yeah. continue. Okay. Well, I had a year of like complete disaster. So my nephew was not well. And then he actually ended up passing away in a freakish accident. He was only like two years old. Um, my sister's ha- new house that she was building was burnt to a crisp. I had some personal stuff um, that happened to me. And what else happened? Oh, and then my stepdaughter, her mom also passed away that year as well. So it was like, bing, bang, boom, all this stuff just piled up and, and it was just a catastrophe. And I was like, I am going to lose my mind. I was just, I was actually like feeling depressed and I was like yeah. by myself in Toronto in my condo, just being like, 
I need to do something. So I remember like dancing around in my apartment, trying to like, as mm-hmm. tears flow down and just being like every day, I'm going to tell myself to like move my body. Yeah. Um, and then I was like, I got to do something to help other people. Cause that's like one of the best ways for me to feel better. Right. And that's where the podcast idea came from. So move forward is really like, how do we move forward from this shit that happens in our lives? Um, and that could be different for everybody. So I have people come on to the podcast and share their, you know, complete shit storm of a year or yeah. whatever it is for them, the challenges that they have in life. And then, uh, how do you overcome that? And how can you help the people on the other side who are in it or who might eventually get into it? Cause I mean, struggle and challenges is inevitable for everybody. It's come in our way, whether we like it or not. So whether to be prepared or to just like have some of those tools, um, and support along the way I find is really helpful. So for me, it just, it helped me help other people knowing that I was helping them in some way. It's therapeutic. I feel like to talk about it. And then also once you share other people's stories, I'm sure there are people who have experienced something similar and it always, you just feel less alone when you Mm -hmm. hear somebody else going through that. So I love that. Yeah, I think, you know, it's a community now. And I feel like so many people, we talk about this on the podcast all the time. So many people think that their issues are, are like they're singled out, like the world is mm. gunning for them. Mm-hmm. There's like the clouds are above them. They're dark and all that fun stuff, which isn't fun stuff at all. Mm-hmm. And even, you know, with us, the one of the main things we did with the podcast with the marriage thing is, you know, marriage is tough. It takes work. It takes energy. It takes effort consistent effort and knowing that you're not alone, knowing that other people are going through similar struggles or struggles in general as a community is, is super impactful. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Can we um, speak about something? So you're actually the first person we're going to talk to about this. So um, you had said that your partner's wife or whatever had passed away. So he has a daughter. So now you are a stepmom. So I feel like there's just so many, so many things that you can talk about, like, like the transition, trying to not, you know, replace her mom, but also kind of form some sort of balance and in respect and also like allowing her to feel her feelings. How old is she? So she's currently nine turning 10. She was eight when her mom, seven, when her mom passed Mm -hmm. and I was eight when my mom passed. So I think that is a big thing where, Mm um, I, completely understood right away of what she was going through. And she felt comfortable with me knowing that I had been through that as well. So that was the conversation from the beginning. Um, For me, especially because her mom has passed, the conversation of her mom is always welcome and is Mm -hmm. actually usually led by me. Like, I'm like, Mm -hmm. oh my God, did your mom like that? Or what was her favorite color? What did you guys used to do together? Like, you know, just, oh, Mm -hmm. I remember that one time. Remember that one time you told me that you went to the Butterfly Conservatory with her, you know? So I, I bring up these conversations to make sure that she's still alive. And it is totally awkward in ways because I'm like, that was my partner's person for so long. Um, and, but yet, you know, just, and, and there was that weird, like you come into the house and there's pictures of her all over the place and, and of them as a family at like when she was a lot younger and stuff like that. And so it was really awkward in that way. Um, but I just let them know, you know, I want pictures of her and her and like Sarah and her mom in places. So that was one big thing, just making sure that there was those pictures, but maybe not like the family photos, right? you know, which is like awkward, but yet it's how I went through it with my life. I'm like in my family, like I just, 
I remember my dad, he had like one photo of no, actually they had no photos of like the two of them together anymore, um, in the house with like his new partner. Mm -hmm. Um, but lots of pictures of her, you know? Um, so little things like that, but yeah, the, you know what the like mom guilt and all that is there Mm. and to the extreme. Cause it's like, I would parent in a very different way. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, I don't know if, if you have any other questions. There's, I could go on so many different well, places. I here. always find it funny whenever you insert yourself into another family, mm-hmm. whether that yeah. be uh, a family with children or not. Like I, I know, I remember distinctly, distinctly, distinctly. Mm-hmm. I distinctly remember sitting at a dinner table at Brittany's house with her parents, her brother, her her parents' friends, and they were all talking about life and history and stuff that they had done together. Mm. And I remember sitting there thinking, I can't wait until the time that we're all talking here. Mm. And I'm not the only one that doesn't understand the history that's there. And I, I just remember saying one day, I'm going to sit at this table and these stories are going to be our stories. And I really looked forward to that date. It's now there. Like we're, we've been together for forever. <laughs> um, but I can only imagine what that would be like when there's a child involved in that. Was that a really tough transition for you? Um, yeah, I think there's there, you know what, it's also like, you know, you go to like his parents' house and there's still like their wedding photo there. And like, you know, just like random stuff like that. And it's just like, it's, it's weird. It's, it's super weird, but yeah, the conversations come up every once in a while. They were talking about a trip, um, today actually. And I was like, Oh, interesting. Like I didn't know about that trip. And Mm. So yeah, so there's there's things that come up, but it's I don't know that it's I'm I'm sure it was hard at the beginning. I just kind of forget right. about that already, if you know what I mean. But you've yeah. moved. I've moved. Touche. <laughs> Touche. Oh my god. Hey guys, this episode is proudly sponsored by the Spark Box, a seasonal family subscription service that curates items for mamas and babies. Each box includes four high quality developmental tools for your little one, which are specifically tailored to their age and developmental stage. This is so important because as a mom, we are our baby's first teachers and it can be daunting at times trying to figure out which toys and tools will be the most impactful in the early years. The box also includes full-sized health and wellness products specifically catered for mama. This would be such an incredible gift for a friend, a wife, a sister, you name it. If you use code TLC, you'll get 15% off your purchase and a free gift valued at $45 Canadian. The Spark Box is available from pregnancy to 2T with the option to purchase just the mama items as well. I also want to mention that the Spark Box supports local and small businesses when they curate the items inside, which I just think is incredible, especially during this past year. Boxes ship across Canada and the US. Once again, use code TLC for 15% off. Back to the show. Yeah. And I wouldn't call her my stepdaughter. I only call her that out of respect for her. Cause I don't want her to ever think that like her mom's not her number one. And we always talk about that. I'm like, no matter how close we are, your mom is always number one. Right. Um, and, but like, yeah, it's, it's pretty amazing. She's, she's, she's meant to be in my life for sure. I've felt like that since day one. <laughs> so you had mentioned, you had mentioned something earlier, probably about five minutes ago called mom guilt. And this is something that we wanted to talk about because mom guilt is parent guilt, right? Yeah. I right. can't relate to mom guilt, but I can certainly relate to dad guilt. Yep. And one of the things that you really talk about is health and wellness. And I find that a lot of people Health and wellness is a personal thing, but it mm-hmm. involves the entire family. Mm-hmm. Generally speaking, most people don't have the time in the middle of the day to take care of themselves physically. They're at work. So 
taking care of yourself, doing the whole physical aspect. That's usually done in the mornings or in the late afternoons or evenings. Generally speaking, it's away from the family. Mm -hmm. That is something that I think a lot of people struggle with. That's the parent guilt. Whenever you're trying to better yourself, you're actually removing yourself from the family, which is like this balancing thing. It's time, right? How do you manage that? You talk about mom guilt. How do you manage mom guilt or parent guilt? But put your health in For the 11 men that are listening. (laughs) So I will say- Putting yourself first. Totally. And that's all I love to talk about. And I think it's because I do have that, those days where I'm like having that guilt, even this morning went for my walk. And I remember thinking like, okay, I need to book her into another, um, week of, um, what's it called? Summer school or not summer school, but like camp, summer camp. Mm -hmm. And I like, I kept thinking about her, her, her. And I was like, Oh, like I need to, I need to stop Mm -hmm. rewind and just think about what I'm doing in the moment and like something for me. Um, but anyways, outside of that, you know what? It comes back to my mom. It comes back to remembering that my mom did everything for everybody else. She was so busy. She was, I was in figure skating, like hardcore. She was the figure skating president. She was running for H clubs. She mm-hmm. was doing this. She was doing that. She was doing everything. And I remember saying like, oh, I wish I could go to, um, all these different, um, what are they called? Um, like meetings and stuff. And she's like, no, you do not want to go to meetings. I was like, huh, interesting. So she's clearly not happy about this, but yet she's Mm. still going. And so, um, and then, you know, she gets cancer and she passes away. So for me, ever since a little girl, I'm like, I need to find this space for me and I need to make the time for me. And my health and wellness is like number one, again, going back to my mom, thinking about that. So yeah, so I just make it a, a necessity. I make it a priority. And my biggest thing, I'm like, okay, what is like 30 minutes out of my day that I can do that is for me? And even if I can't get away, like if if Neil's not home, I have to be home with Sarah. It's like, okay, well, what can I do out of this day where like I can put her on the iPad or TV or whatever it is mm-hmm. to occupy her while I, go, while I go do some Pilates or, you know, for me, I, I do get out for my walks in the morning. I'm thankful I have Neil to be here and I'll get up early if he has to leave early. Um, but I just, I just know that it is so important to my health. So I don't, I don't care what anybody says and I just go and I do it. And like I said, if I have that mom guilt coming in of like, shoot, I should get back. I should, you know, make her breakfast before she starts school or something like that. But I'm like, no, I already, I already took care of her. She's yeah. already eaten. She's like, she's fine. Yeah. You know, I think it's really important to understand that like, it's really important for them to do some things on their own. And like, they're going to be better kids when we give them space away and from us. They need to know also, like it's learned behavior. Like if, if we're not taking time for ourselves and you, we're not taking care of ourselves and we, I had to have this conversation. We do have this conversation with Riley sometimes because very rarely, this, this past year has been kind of like harder to talk about, but, um, like we didn't do a whole lot. I mean, Ryan and I were homebodies, but we would, we do make time for our friends. Like we're like, okay, listen, like I'm going to go with the girls. We used to have this every other Thursday we would rotate and it would be like my girl's night one Thursday. And then the following, it would be his boys. And we basically just rotated because it was super important to take that time for us, like outside of each other. And I remember kids. Yeah. And I remember talking, like, um, I had went and met, um, a girlfriend on the patio and I remember her 
Riley being like, well, why are you going? Like, why can't we come? And like, oh, you're choosing your friends. And I said, yeah. Riley's a little manipulative. She is. But I was like, yeah, I am choosing my friends. I'm like, mommy is literally here all the time. I do everything for you guys. It's super important for mom's only like my own mental health to be able to see my friends and not always be picking up after you like yes she was like oh okay and like she was sad but I think it's important to tell your kids like dude I I also have a life like I am more than just your mom and that's okay and like mm-hmm. we need to kind of embrace that I need to say <laughs> so whenever we have a guest on the podcast we always send out like a little welcome package and there are um just kind of like pointers that we say like if you have any specific topics you want to talk about and I was laughing so hard because <laughs> Michelle one of her topics says um how to not give a fuck what anybody thinks about you. And I was like, ooh, girl, I'm so excited about this. Yeah, let's talk about not giving a fuck. Totally. I don't give a fuck when I We're only allowed to say that word six times in this podcast. Otherwise, Brittany's dad starts counting. Yes, he does. Oh, got it. We're at four. Okay, got it. Done. I can cut that out. No, you got two. You got two. We're we're cut out. Oh, got it. You can say as many as you want. Okay. <laughs> you can say as many apps as you want. We're, we're cut off. Now. We're done. We have to use other square words. You know what? I've, I've never really cared too much about what other people think, except for like my sister, which sounds really bizarre. But um, yeah, I just, I think that, you know, people don't really care at the end of the day. Like if somebody is watching, I like, what, what is the difference going to be? I can't change their mind. I can't stop them for thinking whatever it is that they're thinking. Um, and it's just toxic. If I do think about that, like that doesn't serve me any, it's not going to help me in my life at all. Um, so really I'm just going to do what makes me happy. And I'm, I'm really intuitive of the fact of like, I'm not going to do things that don't make me happy. So if you're going to judge me for doing the things that make me happy, well, why would I care? Cause that's, that's my thing. That's what I like. Right. right. It's like me being a health nut. Like some people are like, Oh my God, that's too much. But I'm like, I don't give a shit what you think. Like yeah. I do this for me. Like, I don't yeah. care what you think. You yeah. can listen, you can watch, or you can pass on by. I really mm-hmm. don't care. I don't give mm-hmm. a F. Is that okay? Is that all right? <laughs> I don't give an F. It's funny because uh, Gary Vee was just talking about it today and, and he's all about uh, empathy. And mm-hmm. he says when people write him, and you can only imagine when you have millions of followers that you're not every follower that follows you is following you because they're cheering for you. A lot right. of people will follow you because they're not cheering for you. And people will take the time and the energy to write nasty things. And he said, which I loved, I mean, it happened today, so it's perfect that we're having this conversation. He said, what I realized is that the amount of energy it took for them to do that is a waste of time for me. Mm. So I immediately go into the idea of let's have empathy for this person, because if it takes them that long, if, if they're okay with wasting that much amount of time and energy and effort to deflect anger towards me, it has nothing to do with me. Mm-hmm. So he just gets into this empathy role of like, I feel for you. I'm whatever's going on in your life. I feel for you. And I thought that was such a wonderful way of looking at it. Cause I used to get really upset with, with you. I used to get really upset. People would, would troll oh, you oh and they message you. And as a husband who wants to protect his spouse from being hurt, yeah. it really hurts you. I think you're that, starting like, to get to the, I don't give oh, an F I'm, I'm definitely you're getting close. I'm, I am there. I just think that oh, I'm a human being. And every once in a while, it's just like, 
are you serious? Like, I, I think the worst part is when you have somebody who, like, if it's a, a nameless troll whose like purpose is literally just to be a dick and get a rise out of you, those people don't bother me because yep. I will meet them at their bullshit. I will, I will <laughs> usually now my new thing is I like to agree with them and like be like, oh my God, I know. Like she's so annoying. And it's very confusing for them. They don't really know what's happening, which is amazing for me because then I'll just block and they don't get to respond and I move on with my day. You're talking about yourself by responding like, yeah. So they'll like, they'll be like, wow, like you're so annoying. Have you listened to your voice? Or like someone was like, you need to remove the mole on your face. Like it's disgusting. And I was like, I know, like I have seriously, like I just noticed it now and it's so gross. Like I have to book an appointment and like, they don't really know what to do with this. That's amazing. Um, but it's the people I find that are like, that have an account that have followers that clearly have friends, maybe there's mutual friends who is like, whose purpose is like, and those are the people that are hurting. Like those are the people that you're talking about, like, but they're just mean shitty people. And those every once in a while, I'm like, you know, like you said, they're probably going through something that they're clearly projecting, but that doesn't make, like, I hate when people are like, don't even give them the time. Well, you know what? Sometimes like I need to, I need to acknowledge that I need to feel those feelings and then move on because it doesn't serve me. It doesn't serve me. But do you have any kind of tips that you can maybe share with how not to give a Brittany, fuck? No, Brittany. no. Cause I have some, I have some and I want to like shoot back and forth with you. But like, what would you say to somebody who like would maybe think too much about what other people, what other people think of them? Like, is there something you could say to them that would help? Well, first of all, I'd say like, how do you actually feel about yourself? Because if you have insecurities, then typically like, then you can be kind of like thrown off when somebody actually mentions that. Cause I, I'm like that. I'm not the greatest writer. Like I'm, Mm -hmm. you know, spelling and stuff every once in a while I mess up. And if somebody says something, I'm like, oh, it's like a stab in the, right. I was going to say the throat, but heart, whatever it is. Um, <laughs> penetrating the body. Penetrating the body yes. in a negative way. In a negative way. Right. Yeah. Touche. Touche. I, I, saw you <laughs> so, I like what she just threw it out there. Yeah. You know what? I, it's a tricky thing. It's a tricky thing. I, I am all about like delete, see you later. Yeah. But then you really have to tell yourself something in your head. Like you have to change your thoughts. Okay. I'm going to give you an example. Last night went to bed and there was a fly like literally spinning around the bedroom and it was coming for like my head and everything. And I was like, I have to get it. It's coming for me. So I just had this like idea that like this, like thing was coming after me and I had to kill it. I even turned off the lights and he was trying to sneak underneath the, the, the door when I turned on the lights, the little brat. I know. So anyways, I had hit him multiple times. So he's half dead. But I remember waking up at 2 a.m. I had had the craziest nightmares and I never have nightmares. And I woke up because I was so scared that somebody was attacking me. They were trying to get me and attacking me. And I'm like, do you see how those thoughts and those, even my words of like, he's coming to get me, he's trying to get me (laughs) literally are in my head. And so if you have somebody who's coming to you and saying something and then you're repeating that or you're angry or something, you really just got to like, let it go and like change your thoughts. So like, Oh, I love rainbows and butterflies. Like, I don't care what you say. It's just, you really do have to change whatever it is that you're doing. So for me, I'll get outside and I'll like move my body. And often I'll bring Sarah with me and I'm just like, okay, I just need to laugh. And then it's out the window. I don't remember about it anymore. Um, I don't like to dwell on things. Like Mm -hmm. I do not 
I would rather just like, let it go. Like you're not in, you're insignificant to me. See you later. If it has something to do with like my sister, on the other hand, sometimes I need to like speak it out loud, like yes. talk to her and just be like, didn't like that. Let's end it. See, right. right. you right. know, right. it serves you. Yeah. I How about you? That. Do you have things that help you? Uh, I read this a while ago and it, and it has actually stuck with me. I don't know if I ever shared this with you. I'm about to find out. But um, I read something and it was like, say you're like nervous to share something or, or um, like I share a lot on Instagram and TikTok and I, and I like to be transparent, but not everybody jives with what, that and that's fine. Um, but sometimes it's scary because you're like, okay, is this, is someone going to take this the wrong way? Or, or I'm maybe I shouldn't post that or whatever. But I read something and it was like, okay, every time you're about to doubt yourself, if you're about to do something and you're about to doubt yourself, what you need to do is picture yourself on uh, like 90 something on your deathbed. And mm-hmm. somebody said, write down all of your like regrets. Like, what did you regret doing? Like, was it worth it? You're about to die tomorrow. Should you have maybe posted that? Like, is it really that big of a deal? Or like, did you regret not writing that book because you were too scared that it wouldn't be perceived? Like it's those things, those voices in your head, they can make it major, um, that prevent you from really doing it. And I think all the time, I'm like, if I was 90 and dying, would would myself be like, bitch, you should have done that. And it, it really helps me. It really helps me. And I think that everyone should do that. Hopefully we all live to 90. It's it's funny that you say that because I have um, a co-host once a week, Dana Ruby Martin, and she said that exact advice. She's like, if I'm on Yeah. And I don't know. Is it like Brene Brown or did somebody profound say that? I don't don't know. I read it so long ago. I don't think Brene listens to people who are profound. I'm kidding. I'm totally (laughs) kidding. Wow. That is so rude. I'm that totally was, kidding. That was that was uncalled for, but also she clearly does because that was really right. good. Like, right. Also, right. I watched The Real Housewives, so I understand where he's facing <laughs> this from. But that's Fact. my guilty pleasure. I will <laughs> like, say from I will I say from me. Here's what here's oh. what I learned a long time ago. Is anytime you're offended or conflicted with what's being presented to you, there's a part of you that actually believes it to be true. Exactly. So what it what it really comes down to is there's a level of responsibility inside your listening of yourself that has it really affect you. So that's where I think for me, I do the looking like, why did that offend me mm. so much? Oh, it offended me because I truly believe that they're accurate in that. And then I got to be responsible for, for that. And they go away and I get to deal with my own stuff as to why I was. But I'm just like you, I can't, I'm well written. I can't write. I can't spell and I like, that's my biggest fear is someone looking at my piece of paper and being like, dude, you can't spell. And it kills me every single time to a point where I don't even write notes in front of people. So I know what it's like to have like that okay. little teeny thing that just totally just debil- debilitates yeah. you. Yeah. Oh, you just yeah. like frozen. Oh yeah. And like writing stuff on like online and stuff. I often, like, I don't really even care. Like if my grammar's off or something is up, I don't really care. And so, but some people do and they'll say something and I'm like, literally like right away. I'm like, oh my God, enough to like, I don't want to write it anymore. I don't write any of the like stuff for like the podcast, anything. I have somebody else do it because that was the one thing that was like blocking me. And I'm Mm -hmm. like, I just don't want to do it anymore. So, but, but that's exactly it. It's like, if you have that own insecurity about yourself, then you're likely going to be triggered when somebody mentions it. Yeah. I also feel though to play like the complete opposite. All right, devil's advocate, go ahead. <laughs> this triggers me in the opposite way. So if somebody says something to me that is so untrue, 
I feel like it is my duty to be like, absolutely the fuck not. Bish, please. You like, no, you're not allowed. Now we're past. Yes. No, but I, 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 it's something inside me that I said, I see what you're saying. We're like, well, this isn't true. So I don't care. And that does happen. But every once in a while, I'm like, no, they are not allowed to think that that is true about me. Like, I don't know what it is. Like, I just feel like I'm driven to be like, that is so incorrect. Like, are you bent? I just... It is hard not to defend yourself. Like, Brittany the other day brought something up to me. She was upset about it. And I wanted to defend myself about whatever it is that we were talking about. And I'm like, I'm not, I don't need to defend myself. What you're saying isn't true. But you want to defend yourself because you I want the per- you want that person to know that it's not true. But totally. the more you defend yourself, the more it actually becomes true, I find. Like, it's like I start living in her being upset at me over something I didn't do that I start living with it. Mm. That's what I kept saying to her. I'm like, I'm not going to defend myself about this because what you're saying is so inaccurate that I'm, I choose not to defend myself here. Yeah. Yeah. It made her yeah. so mad, but I'm like, I'm not going to, I'm not dealing with this. So I'm not dealing with these emotions. They're not real. <laughs> Can't do it. And it, goes, and it goes back to probably like, like for instance, for me, I would rather be happy. So for me, I'm like, I'm going to avoid that with all costs because that person's a crazy person. And mm-hmm. so I'm just going to like avoid that. There's the odd time where I'll lash back. Like I'll say something back, but I never feel better after. Like yeah. I'm never like, oh, they got it. No, it's, it's, it never makes it better. Like I can't change what they're thinking. Mm-hmm. I just can't. Like it's, they think their own thoughts for their own reason. And yeah. yeah. As my cousin Adam says, you might be right. And then leave. Yeah. And I, and I kill them with kindness. A lot of times I kill them with kindness. Like yeah. even like if I'm walking down the street or something and I see somebody like make like a face or something like weird, I'm like, Oh my God. Hi. Oh my God. It's so good to see you. Like, I'm just like freakishly happy. And they're so thrown off. They're like, Whoa, I don't know what's happening. That is um, so it's, it's yeah. Yeah. It's kind of funny. I find that it hilarious. I don't have, I don't have the balls to do that. No. Are you really? kidding? You are no. always the one person that is like, if someone doesn't like me and I know they don't like me, I'm going to be so stupid nice to them that the only thing that they can say, what are they going to say when they leave? Wow. That guy's super fucking nice. Like, <laughs> okay. Like you yeah. do that all the time. It's You're true. Super good but I won't, that. I won't cross the street to say hi to someone who's giving me a dirty look. I'll just oh like, no, I'll I will scream. Happen. I will scream at them across the road. I've done it so many times. I'm like, hi, how are you? It's, it's, oh, I love that. it's often those guys also who like, just like stare at you with the like, creepy face, yeah. even oh, guys like that. Like, it's just like, I feel yucky. I'm like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Like I pretend like, mm-hmm. oh, you must know me. So yeah. I'm going to go above and beyond and say hi. Let's make you feel as uncomfortable as I felt with your. <laughs> I think the world needs more Michelle. Yes. Yeah. Oh, what a compliment. I'm, I'm being serious. I think the Hold world on. needs more Michelle. No. Oh, stop it. <laughs> on that note. Michelle, how does the world, how does, how does our community how get more? Yeah, how does our wolf pack find you? <laughs> Are you sure you want more of me? Come on. No, I'm yeah. being serious. Like, cause you know, Brittany always talks about toxic positivity. I don't think you're toxic positivity. Oh, I did not say Michelle was toxic. I know. No, you uh, did. I, know. I didn't say that you so did. So why would you bring that up, bro? Because you talk about it all the time. But what I'm hearing from you, Michelle, isn't toxic positivity. It's just positivity. Yeah. It's like, yeah. let's move on. <laughs> yeah. 
And that can be annoying for some people and that's totally fine. And don't come to my page. I don't care. Um, but yeah, you can totally find me at the Michelle Wolf and Wolf is with an E. So it's not necessarily as cool as the animal as the animal, but Wolfie, that is definitely a thing. No, that's a thing. That's a thing. thing. I know. I just, I, I didn't make it up. I can't. Okay, socials, and then what's your podcast? Uh, move forward, so move with a U M U V E forward, um, and then my website, themichellewolf.com. Amazing, where awesome. you will not find blog recipes on food. And if you okay. want, and you want an introduction into our podcast, we were on your podcast okay. a couple of weeks back, right? You were, and I wish I remembered the number, but I definitely did not plan for that. Sorry. One of those episodes where you kind of lost the audio. It's okay. I totally get it. <laughs> I, I totally found it. it. I retrieved it. 250 something. Go there. Okay. Check it out. What's your name something. in the title? Perfect. The Laughing Couple Podcast with Michelle Wu. Oh, oh my God. Thank no. you so much for your time. You're, You're the best, time. Michelle. Thank you so much. No problem. Thank Wonderful you. evening. You too. Bye. Cheers. everyone. I'm Emily Beerley. And I'm Jennifer Chaikin. And we're licensed marriage and family therapists, owners of The Therapy Group, and hosts of The Shrink Chicks Podcast. Every week, we bring you a new episode where we dive into therapeutic topics like inner child work, dating anxiety, family dynamics, relationships, and burnout. Making them more relatable and understandable, leaving the psychobabble behind. We address the things you've been dying to ask your therapist but don't know how. And work to help you stop shooting all over yourself with the expectations society can put on us. Tune in every Monday to Shrink Chicks on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Be sure to follow along and subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Prepare to learn all about you because in order to grow yourself, you got to know yourself.